Hey everybody, this is your host Rant Vague, and this is Making Things as Frightening. But you already knew that, because you tuned in, and this is episode 3. Or maybe you didn't, and this is your first time tuning in. In which case, welcome. Sorry it's been a while since I've uploaded an episode. I... Also, sorry you hear me clicking in the background. That's how you know I, I do these live, I do these for real. This is like an appetizer for a later episode. Um, it's like a snippet for a prequel story to a story that I've written. That's like I want to record episodes of an audio drama of. This is only tangentially related to that, though. This was more like I need practice editing and like putting an episode of a podcast together. So this is what I made this week. You get my practice piece this week because I didn't make anything else. This is this is what I made. Uh, I just want to put a content warning up top here. The story this week has a little bit of violence and some harm befalls cute animals. So if that's something that really upsets you, you should skip this one. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit after the episode is over, I think. I haven't recorded that part yet, but I plan to, um, about the future of this show and some upcoming work that I'm going to do. So stick around, but till then I'm excited to bring you stories for human children. following is a work of fiction designed to stimulate the developing psyche. We here at the Melpomino Institute are devoted to, to When You Were Born by Jackson Lewis Monk. On the day that you were born, an old sage was sitting with a child who was just the age you are now. The child, as curious as you, asked a question the wise old sage did not know the answer to. Instead of trying to make up an answer, or shame the child's question, like the so-called important men in the great hall sometimes did, who seemed very unimportant to the child. The wise old sage thought on the question the child had asked for a long while. It was no ordinary question the child had. Maybe it is even a question you've had yourself, on nights when you are lonely and the world seems too big to sleep. The child asked the old sage, Old sage, what makes us into us? Why are you and me and the men in the hall and all the sage in town? Why are we the people we are? The child frowned in the silence that followed, fearing they had asked a foolish question. The most important questions often seem the most foolish to those asking. The old sage saw the child's worried expression and smiled, touching their face warmly. Child, that is an excellent question. 
I am not quite sure I know. I fear all I have to offer you is a story. Would you like to hear it? And the child smiled, for they love to hear stories, as all children do. So the wise sage began. On the day that you were born, a wise old nightingale sat with a quick young rabbit, the old sage said. What did the rabbit look like? interrupted the child. They were gray, with black spots, and a patch of wild brown fur on the top of their head, the patient sage replied, teasing the child's own wild fur on the top of their head. The sage continued. The young rabbit sat alongside the nightingale, listening to the old bird's fading song. The nightingale's voice was still soft and sweet, but it couldn't hit the highest note in its song any longer, and would let out a little squawk each time it tried, to the delight of young rabbit. How did you learn to sing so sweetly? asked the young rabbit, ever curious. I have always known, replied the old nightingale honestly. Why have I not always known how to sing? asked young rabbit. Because you are young rabbit, not old nightingale. Now hush and rest, replied old nightingale wisely, and went to continue their waning song. Young rabbit sat and listened, not wanting to disturb the beautiful singing. Young rabbit wasn't very satisfied with the answer that old nightingale had given them. By the end of the song, young rabbit had forgotten to ask their question again. It so happened that young rabbit and old nightingale never got to sit together under the red tall trees of the thicket again. So it was that time passed and young rabbit became rabbit, as you will one day go from being a child to being who you are. Rabbit came to fall in love, as so many do, and rabbit was known to love with all of their heart. Rabbit didn't fall in love with just any of the other animals either, Rabbit loved the most clever and beautiful creature in all of the thicket, Fox. Every day, Rabbit would hop through the tall grass towards the river, where Fox drank from the water of life daily. Rabbit approached a little closer each day and would call out timidly, Hello, Fox. Fox would turn and sweetly growl to Rabbit, Good morning, Rabbit. I must tell you that if you jump even one hop closer... I will bite off your paws. Hearing this, Rabbit would run and run and run, too fast to hear Fox laugh and call out after Rabbit, inviting them back to sit. Each day, Rabbit would return, only to hop a little closer. Each day, Fox would tease Rabbit. If you jump even one hop closer, they would begin. And each time, Rabbit would run a little faster a little further away. One day, Rabbit hopped so close they could almost touch their whiskers to Fox's long red snout. Fox bared their teeth only a little and began to say, Good morning, Rabbit. Hop closer, so I. But in this invitation, Rabbit heard only the familiar warning and turned to run. So close were they that they kicked Fox right in their snout with their powerful legs touching them for the first time in panic and violence, instead of in tender friendship as they had hoped for so long. Fox began to cry, but Rabbit was already too far to hear their wail. Fox bled and wept, lying by the bank of the river of life. 
rabbit hid in their hole, crying and shaking from fear. If it had been any other way, if they had been any other way, then they would not have been rabbit and fox, and then I would have no story to tell you. The sage finished. The child grew frustrated at the sage's story. You are worse than the men in the hall. What does this have to do with my question? Nightingale, rabbit, fox, what does this mean? Then the child grew fearful and still, certain they were about to be scolded for speaking out of turn. Instead, the sage smiled and nodded. That was what I thought when I was young, rabbit. Now I have been fox and I have been rabbit. The time's come as old Nightingale to tell you that story. The bravest can be fearful, the most timid can be cruel. Now hush and rest. The child nodded and pretended to understand. They laid their head in the old sage's lap and listened to them hum a fading song as they stroked the child's thick brown hair. It is our hope that in hearing this work of fiction, you've been fully prepared for a restful night's sleep. The collision of your tomorrow with the future is inevitable, and you will be ready to awaken in the morning. Sleep tight. It so happened that young Rabbit and old Nightingale never got to sit together under the red tall trees of the thicket again. So it was that time passed and young Rabbit became Rabbit, as you will one day go from being a child to being who you are. Rabbit came to fall in love, as so many do, and Rabbit was known to love with all of their heart. Rabbit didn't fall in love with just any of the other animals, either. Rabbit loved the most fearful and fragile creature in all of the thicket, Fox. And so, too, Fox loved Rabbit most of all. Every day, Rabbit would hop through the tall grass towards the river, where Fox drank from the water of life daily. Rabbit approached each day and would call out to their friend, Hello, Fox. Fox would turn and sweetly growl to Rabbit. Good morning, Rabbit. Come and sit with me and tell me of your travels. This was before there was even a before to be before. Before the twin evils of family and politics. Before time wove the animals to people and wove truth from our hearts. Rabbit was the very first scholar, and they knew the first truth. Each day, Rabbit grew closer and closer to Fox as they would tell the tales of their travels hopping through the woods. Fox would delight in the tales, hidden from the world in their den. One day, Rabbit grew close enough in the telling of their story so as to brush their fur against Foxes, and with a quick and powerful kick of their long legs pushed Fox into the water of the River of Life. Fox splashed in terror, screeching in fear. Rabbit simply hopped along to the end of the river and waited. 
when they saw the red fur drift by, they slowly pulled their friend's limp body from the bend of the river and peeled the fur gently from the fox's bones with their small square teeth. They donned the fur as their own and hopped into the woods, leaving behind them a trail of flecks of red. So from that day, Rabbit was Red Rabbit, and red has always been known to be the color of grief. The sage finished. All hail the Red King, said the child finally, understanding the story's intent, having known it all their life, though they had never heard it told that way. All hail the Red King, whispered the old sage. The child sat silently, and the wind outside screamed. It, 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 it is our hope that in hearing this work of fiction, you've been fully prepared. The collision, the collision of the inevitable. Sleep tight. <laughs>